Thanks for tuning in, everybody. In this pod, we talked about our predictions for the Western Conference and it got super spicy with some super hot takes. We also have some huge news. This pod was pre-recorded, so we hinted at it a bit, but it's official. Two Compas Podcast will be joining Amateur Hour Sports Network and we are excited to be under that umbrella. With two other sports podcasts in the mix in football and baseball, what else do you need? We'll be linking all the information to the network page on our Insta and description in the pod. More information to come, and we are set on creating the best content for you all and doing it with a great group of podcasters. There's a little bit of everything, and this shit is legit. We're all gassed up to start the new journey, and can't wait to see where it takes all of us. But now, enough of me, and more of that dude on the ones and twos. I know it all, bring that shit around. All right, we're back, and honestly, we're recording two games in, or two days in, of the NBA season, and it's it's looking pretty nice, but granted, I want to say this, although the season started, these predictions for the Western Conference rankings were not changed. We have the same rankings, I mean, one game doesn't really matter, so yeah, we're excited to bring this to you guys, the other half of the portion of uh, the conference predictions. And yeah, I think I think we'd have a lot of differences. You're gonna see probably me and Liam argue. Um, Chris, we're recording December 24th, and so I think we're gonna be a little bit festive, and we'll be nice to each other, but we'll also be pretty mean. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see you, you said up, cool. you said it was looking nice, Dan. Um, but I gotta say, some of my predictions I already don't like after one game. Maybe that's <laughs> me being super big recency bias, but after yeah, one yeah. game, just some of the stuff I saw, I uh, was like, oof. Um, I'm looking at you, Golden State Warriors, who, against a good team, uh, give them credit for that, but they looked horrible. And I think I have them a little too high. But uh, it's awesome to have the NBA back, Dan. Super fun. I had yes. my five different games that I had either money on or fantasy players that I'm switching back and forth on the laptop during uh, <laughs> watching last night. Um, yeah. The games on Tuesday weren't that amazing. Not, not None no. weren't really close, but... Uh, it's just nice to see everyone playing out there again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like we got with amongst all like the excitement and stuff, we got a little taste of what it's like to get a game canceled on the yeah, second day. No right? kidding, <laughs> so, no kidding. I, I was know. waiting. I honestly, I was really gutted that that game got canceled because I've been waiting <laughs> to. And this is just shows how weird I am. But I was waiting to watch Christian Wood and Alexi Pukusevski, and that game got canceled. I didn't get to watch the whole. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually said to my yeah. buddy Reed that uh, I can't wait for that game because I really want to see what Pukusevski looks like. For sure, for um, sure, a hundred percent. So yeah, I wasn't excited for Clippers Lakers. I was excited for Thunder and uh, and Rockets, and they unfortunately, Mister Harden um, and Mister Wall and all those guys think they're uh, above yeah. the league. I guess. Mm, I know and that's uh it's funny because just when you thought the saga was over with Harden you're like okay I think it's gonna cool down now he's gonna focus on basketball it just ramps right back up again yeah and uh it's unfortunate because I one of my leagues um that I'm uh I think I'm sharing with Austin actually Austin Robello and we have James Harden and Shea Gilgis Alexander Mm, uh, on our team so that really hurt us. We're going to get absolutely killed this first week. But, I mean, it happens. Hopefully, we'll get an extra game another week and it'll help us out. The first so. week of fantasy is always a little weird, guys. So I wouldn't panic yeah. after the first week. Yes. Don't pull a Daniel Rodriguez and yeah. drop a key player your first because you see something that interests you the first day. Yeah. Exactly. Be patient. Yeah. Be patient. That's a key word. Um, so, yeah. So we'll get jump right into it. Um, we'll do the Western Conference uh rankings like our predictions we'll start from 15 to 11 and like i said i think we're going to vary a lot between liam and i so it'll be exciting to see what um we have and the reasonings why, why we have those certain teams there all right liam so take it away um i've got in 15th and i'm sure we're not going to differ on this one quite yet but oklahoma city thunder hard hard rebuild this season i'm expecting from them my player to watch is alexi pokusevsky um, I think like they're going to 100% just go into rebuilding mode. So I think they give him a lot of time and he is going to be fun to watch. He's like the white bull bull. He can ball handle. He's long. He can shoot threes. He can pass. Hopefully they give him enough minutes. I think he is in the absolute best spot to be given lots of minutes and development time. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to watch him as a potential breakout player. Plus 
there could be a lot of garbage time in Thunder games this year, so maybe he gets a lot of minutes that way. Exactly, um, exactly. And and I, and I agree with you. I think he's a not only a good B fun to watch, but I think he's a decent fantasy asset too, right? Especially in keeper leagues. Because yep. like for example, you have Pokusevski, I have Bobo. Bobo yeah. got zero minutes. Yeah. But, and Pokusevski <laughs> yeah. would have probably got like fifteen to like ten, maybe even. So hey, it'd be nice, like it'll be CCM. Garbage time. Exactly, right? Exactly. But yeah, Bobo's not gonna get that much minutes, but he's just like a player that you you see a lot, and we touch upon this like in House of Highlights and stuff. They're like, oh my god, salivating at his potential. Yeah. And then he plays zero minutes, and I'm like, well, I don't know what, what to do with this right now. So but yeah, I digress. So sorry, go ahead. Give give me your 14. 14, and I've got the jersey on here. And I like Ooh. the Timberwolves, but he's a T Wolves fan. He's a T Wolves fan. fan, but they just they don't win get the games, Dan. They haven't won for a long time. They, they made the playoffs once in the last little bit when they had Jimmy Butler there, absolutely dragging them to an eight seed. Um, I just don't see them getting much better. I think Edwards was a reach at number one. Thought there was better players available. Obviously, love Towns. I just don't think he is an absolute locked-in winning basketball player that's going to carry his team to championships, unfortunately. Okay. And uh, there's not many players that do that, so it's not too much of a mark against Towns. But And I kind of feel the same way about Russell. I feel like they're a little bit good stats, bad team, guys. Um, I don't think the Wolves are going to be making any noise this year. Um, and it, maybe it's just me being a pessimist and, you know, learned a learned behavior after years of, of just kind of being let down. But um, that's where I'm at right now with that. I will throw out my player to watch is Josh Okoge. Um, third year player mm-hmm. now, I think, out of Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah, just a hard-nosed so. defender. Uh, can throw down some some fun dunks as well. Threw down one last night against the Pistons. And hey, Wolves are one and zero. Beat the Pistons. So uh, yes, they, um, they are. They are. <laughs> might be the only time all season that we're above five hundred, but we'll take it right now. Um, but yeah, I like Akogi. I think he's might even be a little better than Culver, despite being a lower draft pick. Um, but Culver looked not bad last night too, actually. So we'll see what happens. But I think Akogi is very uh, kind of obviously underrated because no one really knows about him. Um, but I would keep an eye on him this season. Maybe he emerges as a starter. Uh, yeah, 13. for sure. Uh, oh. And I and I definitely I definitely agree. Yeah, I, I like our Kogi. Um, and I'm just like I kind of want to ask you, what did you think about your your T Wolves? If you watched that first game, or like, <laughs> well, they were losing. They were losing most <laughs> of the game. So, and they're playing the Pistons, <laughs> who we think are going to be one of the worst teams in the East. So it was kind of like if you if you could basically handpick one game to start the season, you'd probably pick Pistons. Wouldn't be far off the first choice, if not the first choice. Um, and they still really struggled with them. So I don't know. They, they're not going to do anything special and a win against the Pistons doesn't really change my mind. Fair, fair, fair. Number 13, I have the Sacramento Queens. Um, <laughs> Shaq joke, Sacramento Kings. Uh, <laughs> again, just full of good, players good that I don't think are real winning players. Um, spearheaded by the guy who actually won them the game last night, Buddy Healed. Buddy Healed, um, yeah. Ironic. <laughs> it, I'm calling him a not winning player. I was gonna say it's funny, basket. like, yeah, it's funny how you like, like if, if this was recorded like a day before, we would all like it would make sense. Like I'm not saying when the first game matters, but like all the things you're saying, like T Wolves, you're saying is a losing culture, but they won. Like yeah. not not that beating the Pistons matters, but. They yeah. won, and then you're saying Buddy Heels, like someone who winds on and like doesn't want to win, but then he just yeah. tipped in a game winner. So I agree. <laughs> it just I agree. Other, it's good. tough the way this is coming out, but these are the predictions I made. No, I, and I agree. With, I agree I'm with you. Gonna they're going to be it. bad teams. I think yeah, they're going to be I bad. Agree. My player to yeah. watch, Tyrese Halliburton, pretty big hype coming out of the draft. I think maybe he could even uh, maybe even moves into the starting starting lineup after Buddy Heald uh, winds enough to get traded finally or something like that, <laughs> and uh, they replace him with Halliburton. So I've got the Kings there in 13, 12. I have the San Antonio Spurs. I think they might be looking at a little bit of a rebuild as well. I think that's a team that could look to move on from DeMar DeRozan, maybe even LaMarcus Aldridge for like, those guys are still good players, probably too old for mm-hmm. this Spurs rebuild. So maybe those are trade possibilities later in the year. Cause I think a contender would take either of those guys, especially I like, I like Aldridge a lot. Um, but both of them could definitely have a role on a better winning team. My player to watch is Kentucky alum, Keldon Johnson. Um, He was really good in the bubble last year. I think he continues that momentum. He was supposed to be hurt 
uh, to start the season, but he actually played last night, played pretty well. So I like him as a, a bit of a small ball four playing for the Spurs. And uh, I think they're going to really lean into a younger lineup this year, especially if they move those guys on, which probably means some losing, but might be a bit of a long overdue rebuild for the Spurs. Um, nice, nice. Number 11, I have the Houston Rockets just because – Oh, just yeah. out of that playing spot. Eh? Out of that playing spot. And you know, I love Christian Wood. He's my player to watch, but I don't think he's necessarily a winning player to <laughs> that's going to carry his team into the playoffs. I think he'll be a, a good stats, bad team guy. And the vibes just coming out of Rockets camp, Dan, are just like you see those oh, signs God. and those sayings, positive vibes only. It's literally negative <laughs> vibes only coming out of Rockets yeah. camp. Yeah, and actually. Like there's just no, I don't see any scenario in which this has a healthy resolution and they end up being a good winning solid playoff basketball team i think this is headed off a cliff very soon that's fair i think a lot of us get that vibe too um from just watching the circus that is houston rockets um and like a few years ago who would have thought that this would have been a circus right no kidding um it's kind of sad that we that we're here right now but um yeah just to recap what's your 15 11 and then i'll just say mine okc Thunder, Minnesota, Timberwolves, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, Houston Rockets. From worst okay, okay. to 11th. Okay, so for me, we this is where we agree. I think Oklahoma City is going to be the worst team in the West. Um, <coughs> but by any like stretch, I don't think this means like the worst team in the NBA at all because I think the bottom three in like the East are like way, way worse than OKC is going to be. You think so? Um, I think so. I just... I think OKC has a good system in place. They have good, some good young players, and they have some veteran talent too, like Al Horford and stuff like that. So, I just think because they're in the West, um, they're going to be the obviously the like the the worst team there. So they're going to get like slapped around a lot. But also the West is a lot deeper. Like you have to compete with teams like the Memphis Grizzlies, San Antonio Spurs, Minnesota Timberwolves, who are obviously better than any of the three those bottom three, bottom four teams, bottom five teams even either in the West or yeah. East. Sorry. Yeah. So fair enough. Um. I like Oklahoma City. They're going to be the worst uh, for reasons, like you said. So I had them at 15. Uh, we differ here a bit. I don't think we're really going to argue that much because these are still the bottom teams. We're not really getting to the nitty gritty. <laughs> don't of, like, enough to argue yeah, about exactly. the 14th team, the yeah. team in the Western <laughs> Yeah, <conference>. exactly. <laughs> and then, like, so maybe, like, 11th and 12th, maybe, because those are, like, kind of the, the playing spots. But So I have 14 of the Sacramento Kings. Um, I don't have them um, kind of close to, like, the playing spots for the most part. I just... Um, I like the young pieces they have. I just don't think they're doing, they've done enough. Like getting us on white side, I don't think is enough to get them like to vault them into a playoffs playing spot where they were in a playing spot last year, I believe. So um, I don't know, unless De'Aaron Fox makes a huge leap, Buddy Heald makes a huge leap. They lost Bogdan. Um, I just don't, I just don't see it. Um, Hassan so Whiteside is not a good player in real life. He's a good <laughs> fantasy player because he blocks a lot of fan, shots, great but he's not, yeah. he's not a good player to have on your basketball team that's trying to win games. Let's just be clear exactly. about that. <laughs> All right. So, um, 13, I had the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I hate having them this low. Um, I'm a, I'm a big Spurs fan, but I just don't. I have the, I'm looking at the teams that are like I have them above, and I just don't see them outperforming them through the regular season um they do have great veteran talent and some nice young talent but i just don't see them and they have a great coaching staff i just don't see them um kind of just beating those teams i just think the other teams are better um i think maybe like la or DeRozan, who knows maybe might get traded or something for the season if they decide to go younger who knows that's a definite um good chance that happens yeah, exactly. So I just don't see them really performing um, to the levels of the other teams, and that's why I have them at thirteen. At twelve, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I'm, I'm I'm low I'm low on the Grizzlies, so and I, cause I, the Grizz. yeah. So I know I'm sure you have them in your ten to seven, right? I'm not sure where, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, I know John Moran just dropped forty, <laughs> so <laughs> in a losing effort, and uh, a losing effort, yeah, in a losing effort. Um, but I just don't see, I don't know, with Jaron, Jaron Jackson Jr. being out for a little bit, um, I just don't see, and he's like kind of their second best player, I just don't see them really having the consistency and the depth to kind of go um, a long ways away, long ways without like their best players. Um, I don't think Jaw is going to be like a first team caliber or like an MVP caliber player where he could like carry um, the Memphis Grizzlies to a like playing spot. Um, in my opinion, so I had them. I'm just not that high on them right now. I love John Morant. 
I think he's a really good player. Same with JJJ. Um, and I like their, their young pieces. I like Brendan Clark, Canadian, represent. Uh, and Dylan then, Brooks, so, another Canadian? Dylan You're Brooks, Brooks too, fan, well. aren't you? Uh, I had him last year. I gassed him up to try to trade him, but I had no takers. I had no takers. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get you much in fa- fantasy-wise anyways. Um, but, yeah, and uh, JV, former Raptor. I just uh, I just don't see that team getting in a playing spot, considering the, the teams that I have in the playing spot right now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I have them at 12. And then I have 11 because I was a bit high on them, and we talked about this in a previous pod. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, I was really happy. I, re- I had them at 11 spot now, but I was really high on them when they just got the Ricky Rubio one. And I know you kind of were like looking at me shocked, even as a T-Wolves fan, how high I was. It was like potential play-in or a potential playoff team. Uh, but the more I looked at it and kind of the more that I've heard stuff coming out, um, I don't really question Chat's like um, work ethic or like his effort like other people are on like Twitter and social media because of everything that's happened with COVID and his family and stuff like that, which is terrible. Um, I just more just question um kind of the right fit and how good they will be compared to other teams that i have in the playing spot um i think it was remain to be seen how d low and cat work well together and if they can be good defensively um good enough to get enough wins so i have them at uh 11 i'm hopeful they get into play as well because i would love to see the timberwolves be just because i'm a hu- in the playoff spot just because i'm a huge fan of d low and uh ricky rubio and Anthony towns uh, so yeah, that's my 15 to 11 is Oklahoma city, Sacramento Kings, uh, San Antonio, Memphis, and Minnesota. Hey, you're much higher on Minnesota than me. Hopefully you're right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> hope, honestly, hopefully you aren't right. Cause I'd rather finish 14th than 11th. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get that better. <laughs> <But> pick. <laughs> if they're going to be, if they're, they're going to be good, they better actually be good. Not just in purgatory. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. <clears throat> All right. You want to hear my 10 to seven? Yes. Do it up. Do it up. I feel like this is where we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna fight a little bit. I think so too. Yeah, I'm looking at these, and I just know you're gonna disagree with them. (laughs) Um, In ten, I have got the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm lower on them. Okay. Um. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I just like they were so much expectation last year, and they really, really uh, pooped in their pants a lot. Um, I felt, especially in the bubble, people. It seemed like they made the NBA made the rules so that like oh. New Orleans, we're giving you guys a playing game. You just got to be there or thereabouts and you'll get that playing game. We want Zion in the playoffs. And then what did they lose like every game in the bubble and they were horrible. Um, <laughs> so I am just, I, maybe I'm fresh. That's fresh in my memory, but yeah. I am lower on them than usual. It was kind of tough to find a breakout player on this team because their young players have a lot of hype. I think one that mm-hmm. maybe used to have a lot of hype slid under the radar a little bit is Lonzo Ball. Seems like he's worked yes. out a shot a little bit, Dan. And uh, it actually looks okay. It actually looks nice. Like he yeah. doesn't have that janky like from the side. It looks like he's going yeah. straight up and actually like releasing pretty well. It looks nice. He had, like what he had like four threes last night. Yeah, exactly. So I think he could be uh, a bit of a. I don't know. It doesn't feel right to call him a breakout player, but maybe one that's flown under the radar a little bit with young yeah, players sure. like Ingram and Williamson taking more of the spotlight. I've always been a bit of and, a Lonzo Ball yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like they need him. Like, if the, if the Pelicans want to take that next step uh, with Drew Holiday missing, they need they need him to be that that player that gets uh, really improved. And um, he's already good defensively. Eh? Yeah. He just needs to like bring his offense a lot like up there. So I think they need him to be good, or else they won't be in that even the tenth spot. Like you have him. Hopefully, he doesn't play like he does in the, did in the bubble last year because he was yeah. absolute <laughs> dirty, filthy garbage in the bubble. Um, <laughs> Let's move on to number nine. This is where I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I'm a little higher on the Grizzlies, Dan. I actually think they do have a little bit of depth. They got their bigs, Valanchunas. I know he's hurt right now, uh, Jaron Jackson, but Brandon Clark. I think that's a good rotation of centers and power forwards as well. Um, I think they got some good wings with Brooks as a bit of a microwave scorer. They drafted Desmond Bain. They got guys like like, uh, Kyle Anderson. Um, who is an underrated player, I think. They've got, obviously, Jaw is their superstar, and he dropped 40 last yeah. night. <laughs> Sucks they lost, but um, yeah. looks like he's ready to take the next step. So I think he could maybe not carry them super high, but I think he could carry them into a, at least a play-in game. Um, so that's where I'm going to disagree with you there. Um, yeah. My underrated player, breakout player, is actually DeAnthony Melton on this team as a mm. good... Uh, off-ball guard 
complimentary to Ja, who's going to have a ton of the ball. And Melton's quite yeah. a good defender, I think. I think he can come. He's a very good defender. Well. Yeah. I, we, uh, I had him for a couple of games, uh, like a stretch last week, last year in our keeper league. Yeah. Um, he, he showed some nice stuff. He got a good amount of assists for me. I mean, not assists, sorry, steals. Yeah. Um, didn't get many points and stuff. Obviously, the opportunity wasn't there with John Moran, but, uh, yeah, I like him too. That's a good, that's a good show. Yeah, I know D'Anthony and I had a had a cup of coffee as well last season <laughs> um, in terms of fantasy as well. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little higher on the Grizzlies than you then. Um, yeah, that's fair. Number eight, I've got uh, – oh, number eight, I actually have the Portland Trailblazers. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I know I thought – I said I thought they had a pretty good offseason. Um, but then I kind of remembered all last season they were – like really struggling and it was a, actually yeah. kind of a miracle that they got into the playoffs due to the bubble, yeah. their bubble form. Um, and I think I just, I was kind of looking at it and I thought, okay, Blazers are good, but am I really going to put them above the teams that I have above them? And I just don't think that they're, they're that good. I like their players. Like obviously Lillard's amazing. I'm a really big fan mm-hmm. of Nurkic, a big fan of Covington, Covington, but I, for some yeah. reason, I just couldn't bring myself to put them above these other teams. Maybe it's funny it's, you say that because I, I I can't even like this is where like you guys would know that um, if we were gonna disagree I'd we disagree here but I'm not saying anything because I actually kind of agree with you um, I'll say my rankings but I have them around that area uh, so yeah I kind of kind of uh, support your points there but I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll touch upon it when um when it's when I re- reveal my list so yeah I have them busting their butts just to get in the playoff uh, play-in game basically okay okay um my one to watch on their team is gary trent jr um absolute flamethrower <laughs> in the bubble last year love to see it um pure <laughs> shooter it seemed like when i was watching the bubble last year last year every time this guy would shoot a three it was going in i don't even know if he missed <laughs> a shot last year and if he did i was not uh i was not there watching all right because it seemed like he shot every time he shot the ball it was uh you know and it wasn't even just like rattling one in. It was net doesn't the even move. Wet, wet, yeah, wet, wet. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like you don't even know if it went in because the net literally didn't move. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm a big Trent fan. Love to see. Clearly, uh, clearly. As a guy who, you, when I play pickup. Are you copping a jersey? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. The thing uh, is with those jerseys, I got to get a long sleeve one, like this Wolves one, because I'm like, I'm the Pockysevsky build. I can't be putting on oh, a yeah. muscle well, shirt. You the, the sleeves, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't be showing off the, the arms. I need a, a long, long <laughs> sleeve jersey. So if the Blazers are offering that, then that's how you you can reel me in as a as a jersey buyer, Portland. Or just get or just get a jersey. Just get a jersey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might have to. Could also do the, the Anthony Davis undershirt. He's always wearing a, a t-shirt. That's true. Underneath. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'll um, be like on the Portland Trailblazers website ordering a jersey for Gary Trent Jr. It's like, oh, we we have these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness, this has been in stock forever. <laughs> Finally, a buyer. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm a big Trent fan. Uh, <laughs> moving on up to number seven, Phoenix Suns. Um, they looked pretty good oh, last okay. night. This is one that, in hindsight, and kind of kind of dumb to say that after one game, but. They looked pretty good beating the Mavs last night, and they look deep. Um, maybe that's one thing that I was a little short-sighted on because they do look deep. They got good players now, Dan. They got Chris Paul. They yes, got they Devin do. Booker. They got Aiton. They got Bridges. They got uh, Cam Johnson shooting threes. Like They have a lot of solid players in their lineup. Um, I don't know how high you are on them. I have a feeling you're going to be a little higher than seven spot, but I think seven spot is good progress for a Suns team that – for sure, to take the next step. So I mean, e- even making playoffs is good progress yeah. for them. I feel so. I think they're so any, anything I think they, yeah. they make playoffs. Yeah, um, I, I love I love the Suns. So so yeah. Oh, my player to watch is Mikael Bridges. I think he's already one of the best wing defenders in the NBA, and he's just going to keep yeah. developing. He he had himself a game last night. I watched like yeah. the Dallas uh, Suns game. Yeah, and man, he had himself a game. Yeah, it was because like even. Even when uh when Booker kind of was um, missing some shots after he cooled off in the second half, like Mikael Bridges just stepped up and like just took on some of the workload when CP3 was off and same with when with Aiden was off too. So I don't know. I really like him and I'm so happy I kept him in my keeper league. Like so happy. He's a Villanova player, Dan. You know what you're getting from Villanova players? They're That's responsible, true. True. winning basketball players. Not yeah. like the Buddy Heels of the world. Not like <laughs> you know those guys. I don't really like. He, this is a this is a guy who who you want in your team. 
He's a guy you exactly. want to go into foxhole with. Mikael Bridges. <laughs> yeah, spe- especially speaking of Villanova players, uh, J- Jalen Brunson had himself a, a good fourth quarter last last night too. If you if you watch the the Dallas Mavericks Phoenix Suns game, yes, he popped sir. off and helped carry them to an almost win. He, he kept it close. Yeah. Um, he had like twelve straight points, something like that. And uh, but, to uh, foreshadow, I'll be uh, talking a little bit about Brunson later. Oh, on. okay. <laughs> See, we, we we have a we have the same mind for for college players. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah, so, so that's your ten to seven, right? Ten to seven. Yeah, I had Pelicans, Grizzlies, Blazers, Suns. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, okay, so this is where we defer a bit because I had the Houston Rockets at ten. Um, I had them kind of just outside. You had them at eleven, I believe. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so I had them just in the playing games. I cannot see a team not making the playoffs with James Harden on their team. So it was kind of like a a bet like a safe bet where i'm like okay like he might not be on the, on the on the team by the end of the season but if he is i cannot see them not being in the playoffs so i gave him that 10 spot um this is like the most confusing team out of any team in the nba right now um so you don't know where to replace them i i i feel like some betting sites and i don't know you, you could tell me if i'm wrong liam because you look at this more than i do probably don't even have like futures or anything like that for the houston rockets because it's just like so well, much yeah. when i was going through my uh i take a look at every team's over under before they start and golden or uh, yeah. sorry houston was off the board <laughs> so i couldn't yeah, get, i have this... a bet on 29 <laughs> other teams and not houston <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like it was just so weird because like anything can happen like who knows every every day is something new um if you if harden's there i think they're a playoff team if he's not there they're not um, unless depending on what they get back, maybe they could sneak in that 10 spot still, who knows? Um, but yeah, so I have them at 10. That's all depending on that. It's, it's a big question mark on my, on my piece of paper here that I have with the list on. Um, but yeah, so I'm at 10 nine. I have the new Orleans Pelicans. So I think I'm a bit higher on them than you are. Would you have them at, uh, I had them at had them 10, 10, right? So yep. I had them a bit higher. Um, I think this team's going to be fun to watch. They're going to be a nice, like kind of grit and grind. Be really tough, really physical. Um, I think they're going to get a decent amount better defensively uh, with the progress of Lonzo Ball. Steven Adams, a good defender, uh, a really good defender. So um, I think I think they're just going to come together. I think they're going to put on some nice performances. They look pretty good um, against the Raptors, uh, my Raptors, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I thought the like, Raptors were going to win that game for sure. I had some yeah, money on Raptors. Uh, yeah, they were, they were playing good in the first half, and then... I don't know. I, I, the worst thing I, like I hate about playing a team like Zion, I mean, uh, a team with Zion in it, is like if he makes one nice play, you, you're a Raptor player or your player on your home team is going to be on House of Highlights, yeah. uh, Ball is Life, Ball uh, Ball and Bound, or whatever, whatever Sports Instagram Center. pages or Twitter, Sports Center, anything. Like it's going to be all over the place because Zion got that nasty block in OG. Yeah, OG doesn't deserve it, but uh, yeah. So I think the Pelicans are going to be pretty good. I think they're going to get that nine spot. And, um, I, but I like kind of a disclaimer. I think everything's going to be close, relatively close. I don't think any one team from like maybe nine to like seven or eight or even like around that, that range that we have here, I think it's going to be like one, two, three, four games. Um, I don't think it's going to be a lot, um, difference between them. And that's cool. That goes to, um, with like the top six, two that we're going to talk about top five. I think it's going to be really close, but maybe one team. So um, I know we kind of say that I say that to maybe like you guys think it's like a cop out to say like, oh, if you're wrong, you you have that thing to say like it's plus plus minus one or two wins. But it's true. Like these teams are, are super close. Um, I think like the, the Pelicans and, and if Houston, if they have Houston has James Harden, it could be really close in yeah, terms of uh, winning. Absolutely. And then and same with like the next team I have at eight with Golden State Warriors. So I have them at eight. Um, it could be really close as well, because I mean, I think it's it's uh, remains to be seen whether Steph Curry can can uh carry a team like a, a James Harden can like a Russell Westbrook can into a playoff spot um I I believe he can but it's going to be interesting to see if he can um Draymond wasn't playing the first games and they got absolutely destroyed against Brooklyn um that didn't really factor into where I had him I had him at eight the whole time but it just will be interesting to see how the Warriors play with all these new pieces without Clay unfortunately that was a, t- uh, a terrible injury um so uh, I think I have faith in Steph Curry, but I think Golden State only goes as far as K- Steph Curry can carry them. If he cannot carry them, carry them, I don't see them as a play-in spot. But if they do, I see them around like an eight or so. So, and I think it could be interchangeable between the Pelicans and Golden State as well. I think these like the next these three spots, ten to eight, will be really close. And same, or not even maybe to like eleven to eight, will be really close. So, it'll be fun to watch. And then at seven, I have the Portland Trailblazers. So this is where I agree with you. 
Um, I think we gassed them up a lot when we first saw the change. We said they had a lot yeah, more depth and stuff like that. But I think it, I think we didn't really think clearly to like what they actually were last season as well. Yeah. Um, I think go. some teams got better with developing players and and the trades that they made. Um, I think Yusuf Nurkic will be a huge addition. Um, but I also think that Yusuf Nurkic wasn't really like a like defensively. I don't see them like Covington's a huge add, but I don't see them as a like defensive threat. I don't think anyone's really scared of the Portland Trailblazers defensively. Nope. Um, so I think if unless Nurkic takes that step, um, I think CJ's going to be who he is, not very good defender. Um, I think D- Dame's going to be who he is. Um, I think Covington's going to help him a lot. So we'll see. I mean, it remains to be seen. I just don't have that much faith in their, de- their defense. And the teams above them, like kind of what you said, I just see them as better. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think... Um, but I, like I said, disclaimer, between like seven to like two or three, I think is going to be really close this year. So Portland could even be in like that third or fourth spot and we could be dead wrong, but it, we could, it could be like two wins, three wins, separate that separation from seven to like third or fourth. Right. Yeah. So, so we'll see, we'll see, but I have them at seven. I would be shocked if they were up in the three, four range, to be honest. Also, they got crushed last night by the jazz. Um, yeah. I would be shocked they're up that high, but I do agree with what you're saying in that um, it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a battle for a lot of these teams and it'll be fun to watch it unfold. <clears throat> yeah, it will be. All right. So give me your six to four, my six to four, six. This is where I had the warriors. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I just still <laughs> like the warriors because they're the golden state warriors and they were the best team in the uh, league for four years. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I just had them that high based off their name and the fact they have Steph Curry. I love Steph Curry, but they looked so bad on against Brooklyn. I know Brooklyn's a good team, but the players he's playing with just, they all looked garbage. Wiggins looked horrible. Pascal looked horrible. Yeah. Uh, Wiseman actually looked not too bad. Yeah, Wiseman looked pretty, I was going to say, Wiseman looked pretty decent. Kelly Oubre looked like a good, like, energizer bunny. He was out there, like, dunking, putting put backs and stuff. So I kind of liked his performance. Yeah, but like, so, oh man, they looked rough. I honestly, if yeah. I could redo this, uh, maybe this is extreme recency bias just off one game. <laughs> but yeah. just watching them reminded me of last season when they had one of the first games of the season, and they got absolutely crushed by the Clippers. Um, mm. It just reminded me of that, and we all know how Golden State did last season. I would honestly move them out of the playoffs. I think after watching them really? for one okay, game, wow, that might be a super wow. hot take that I live to regret. But that I think a, at yeah. this moment in time. Uh, which is different than a couple days ago when I made these rankings. <laughs> I don't think Golden State's yeah. a playoff team. I think they disappoint. Wow. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of disagree with you there. Um, I have faith in Steph Curry. I think Draymond coming back, I think he'll be a big addition. Um, I know he's had some foot problems, but uh, I think he'll be a huge addition. I think Draymond will just feed off of having Steph there and then he'll just be able to be back. I'm not saying to prime Draymond, but at least to like somewhat a prime Draymond. And I think you don't need him to score, right? They could have people that felt that could score for them. He'll just be a good facilitator and defender. And they have some pretty good defensive players too on that team. I don't think by any means they're like a bad defensive team. It just depends if they're going to be able to score buckets when Steph Curry's off the floor. That's my that's my big concern. The answer is they won't. <laughs> they won't be able to do it. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, yeah, a couple of days ago I had them six. Now I have them out of the playoffs. And it really was eye-opening to me. Maybe I'm being a little crazy right now, but that's where I have them. Had them. Okay. Right, give, give me your give, give me your uh, player to watch since you, oh, since you love you yeah. love the Golden State Warriors right now. <laughs> um. Oh, my player to watch. I don't know. It's kind of tough to to pick one because I hated most of the players I watched. Um. And I'm not going to pick Curry, so I did pick Wiseman. Pretty easy pick. Um. But you know, second overall pick in the draft could be a breakout player. Um. And he looked solid in his in his debut so i think maybe if this team does start to go bad they feed him even more minutes than maybe they were already planning on so um he could be a could be a rookie of the year contender maybe for uh you think for so? some good stats that he's gonna put up yeah i think so okay cool cool um no i mean i don't know yeah i i'll say i trust i trust you with that analysis i mean i haven't really um i don't have any takes on that but um yeah i don't know it just depends how golden state does to be honest mm-hmm. number five I have the Utah Jazz. Um, always, kind of, when I have watched Utah the last couple of years, and they've maintained a pretty similar team since you know have since yeah. trading or uh, yeah. since Hayward signed away and since Mitchell's developed, I've always kind of yeah. thought like competitive team, good team. Don't really trust them as an elite contender, and don't see them taking that step. And that's kind of where I have them again this year. Um, like could beat the bad teams. I just don't see them 
being uh, troublesome in many playoff series against actual good teams. So I kind of have them in that purgatory a little bit. Um, yeah, my player to watch for them. And again, this was really tough because they have like no young players that haven't already absolutely broken out like Mitchell. So I thought I went with a, maybe an underappreciated player. And I think it's Boyan Bogdanovich. They really missed him yeah. last season when he was hurt. Uh, he wasn't in the bubble. Yeah. So I think that Boyan could be, uh, if they are to take the next step, which I still don't think they will do, but I think he could be a big part of that. If they are to surprise me and maybe uh, win a playoff round, I would honestly be surprised if they won a playoff round. I'm going to say. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I guess it depends. The top four is really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think a big one for them was re-signing Rudy Gobert. I mean, as as much as you might think I hate Rudy Gobert, I think he's a really good player. Um, he's like one Popped of the... last night. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he didn't really get that many blocks, which is what you expect from Rudy Gobert, but I think he got like one maybe, or did he get He got zero all? blocks, I can confirm, zero as a blocks. fantasy owner okay, okay. who is somehow <laughs> losing in blocks this week despite having Anthony Davis and Gobert on my team. Wow. That's yeah, a big. That's com- a big yikes. They combined for zero yikes. blocks, so step it up, <laughs> AD and Gobert. <laughs> Leo's so cheese right now. <laughs> I am. Come on, guys. I'm losing a dip right now. This is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so because Liam's losing to like one of like the worst players in our fantasy keeper league, we just yeah. he's like just tanking, like hey, in the process of tanking. <laughs> it's only we've had one game from all, not even all teams. I missed Christian Wood. Yeah. I missed John Wall. I missed Pocky Sevsky. Yeah. So um, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough for sure. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it would still be embarrassing to lose to Dev in week one. Yeah, and and I was going to say, we were talking about this before, but you're lucky he uh, forgot to start um, a couple of his good, yeah, uh, he good didn't players even, too, right? I, see, that would be even more embarrassing. I'm losing to an incompetent <laughs> fantasy manager that doesn't even put his team his players in the lineup and I could still lose. <laughs> that would be not a good way to start the season. No, that would not be you. Um, yeah, Jazz are uh, meh for me. Always been a meh team, still yeah. meh team. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, like, yeah, they kind of re-signed Rudy Gobert. Mm. Um, I think continuity is a big thing. Like, as much as we, we love Fair seeing enough. the big, flashy signing, um, I think continuity is a huge thing for for teams. I'm getting, um, although there was some friction between um, Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell previously, but I don't think he would have re-signed if he didn't think that they were good. Um, I, think they, I think they have the opportunity to kind of step up a little bit. Um, I think players could just develop more, like Donovan Mitchell, if he becomes that superstar. Um, he's already a, a star, but I think if he becomes that superstar, I think they could uh, he could definitely carry them. I think Gobert is like one of the best defensive players in the league, so I think he could uh, anchor that defense and make them a really good defense like they were last year. So if they could just get it together a little bit more, I think they could definitely be a threat to win a playoff game, despite what you may or a playoff series. I think they could win a game, yeah. Think. They might even <laughs> win three games and then blow a three-one lead. <laughs> that's um, true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. No, fair enough. Maybe a little higher than me. Um, number four, I have a team that I am very high on. Um, as we all know, Dallas Mavericks, I've got number four. Um, yeah, I think this is the Luca MVP season. I think this is hopefully Porzingis comes back strong. Josh Richardson helping him out as a defender alongside Luca. They got shooter, active shooters in the building. Um, Tim Hardaway, Kleber's a good backup, uh, center. That's probably going to step up while Porzingis is out. Um, I just think, yeah, they got a lot of good supporting players around a potential MVP. And I think that carries them to the four seed. Um, and I know they lost last night, but Luke is still so fun to watch, man. It seems yeah, it like is. when he handles the ball, it's like, okay, he's not fast. He's actually slow. Yeah, it's like slow motion. Yeah. But then he, uh, but he still like, no one can take the ball off of him and he gets by players and he gets to the rim. So it's kind of, it's you got to respect a player like that, that it seems like, okay, why is he doing so well right now? And why can't people stay in front of him? Cause he's moving slow, but it's just no wasted motion and he's big yeah. and he can kind of bully them out of the way a little bit. If it's a smaller mm-hmm. player and yeah, his handle is tight. So um going to be a super fun player to watch. He's my MVP pick for sure. this season, by the way. For sure. For sure. And I, yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Super fun team to watch. My player to watch is Jalen Brunson. You know, I love my Villanova guys. He's Miles Bridges, but smaller and a ball handler. Um, responsible. You, 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 you mean my, Mikael Bridges? Or you, you Sorry, mean Mikael Bridges. Bridges. Not Miles Bridges. Bridges. I'm not as big on Miles Bridges. Forget <laughs> He's a smaller Mikael Bridges. Those two are just, no wonder they absolutely waltzed to that NCAA championship because those two are just uh, absolute winning basketball players. They are. Um, 
Yeah. And Brenton, yeah. Huge fourth quarter last night that kept them in it when, uh, when their offense had gone a little cold. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he could be an important player for them too. I'm high on the maps. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, cause I think we kind of talked to that. I, I forgot what exactly did you say in terms of like the Mavericks? You said like without Porzingis, they could even make, what was it? The top three, I think you said, or what was it? I I, well, you and I, you thought the original argument was you thought the Suns would be better. And I said, the Suns are absolutely no chance better than the Mavs. Okay. I mean, I still kind of, well, I said without Porzingis, yeah. the, the Suns are better than the Mavs. And you said with... I think either so, uh, way they're going to be better. Be better. The Mavs are over, uh, better than the Suns. Okay. I mean, I don't agree with that because I don't know if they can sustain that type of play without having a, like one of the be- like a, a top tier uh, big. Um, I just see them losing. Like if they play more Western Conference teams, I just see them losing more to teams when Luca is by himself, essentially. So I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Bless you. I don't. I just don't see it uh, <laughs> uh, happening in terms of that sustainability but i mean you could be higher than i am uh i just think the west is really good and i think the suns are really good and they're deep too so but anyway so to digress speaking of the suns a good segue i have the suns at number six so i'm a bit higher than the suns than you are um i watched i mean i watched a game last night this really didn't change anything i think they look good devin booker even with that an off like a second half i think they had enough firing power to kind of keep themselves in it cp3 Basically did what you got him for, uh, and that was he got a key steal uh, in the fi- like one of the, in yeah. the final minutes to lead to a basket, um, and then and, and he just shot. basically he's a big sh- hit a big shot too. So that's basically what you wanted, right? Yeah. The Nets need. I mean, they're not Nets. Sorry, the Suns needed someone like that to be able to elevate them to another level, and I think he's as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a huge factor in why they get and why they're there. Also, Jay Crowder. Um, help defending some of the big perimeters that he was on. I saw he was on Doncic for a little bit as well as Mikael Bridges. So um, they have some good defense. They have good offense. And um, I think they could even be higher than six, in my opinion. But I have them at six just because I can't. I don't know if I feel comfortable giving them like from like ninth or tenth position last year to like all the way to like third or fourth. But um, yeah, I have them at six and I'm pretty confident they're going to have a really good season. Uh, so. On my five, I have the Utah Jazz. So we're actually even on Utah Jazz. Um, just basically to whatever everyone to what you said, um, they're just a solid team. Um, they they go out. They're basically a, a playoff berth every year. So not much said there. We'll see what happens in the postseason. But I like Utah at five. Um, and then I have the Dallas Mavericks at four. This is contingent on um, Porzingis coming back in mid January, which is timetable predicts him to. Um, if he could come back, even if he doesn't play every game, doesn't play any back-to-backs or anything, I still think he could get that when he does play him and Luca together, I think they will get wins. Um, and so that's a big contingency of that. If they, if he doesn't come back or something horrible happens or they extend his injury or something that arrests them a lot longer, um, I think he will, they will be lower than four. I think they will be maybe around the six spot or five spot. I think the Phoenix Suns will elevate as well. The Utah jazz. So um, I have Dallas at four right now, and that is contingent on Porzingis, essentially. Uh, so yeah, so my six to four were just Phoenix Suns, Utah, and then Dallas. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. So you don't you don't want to make the uh, Mavs Suns bet? I mean, we could definitely do it, but I t- told you it's just dependent on how many games Porzingis plays. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, we will have to we'll have to do like a certain. We'll have to um, find one bet. Games we'll have to find one bet. Yeah, yeah, we'll find one. We'll find one. But I'm huge on the Suns. Okay. Um, I think Luca's MVP as well. Uh, he's my MVP candidate to kind of talk to what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll in the next pod we will discuss that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll continue. All right. Um. So top three now. I guess we got the same top three, right? Probably. Yeah, I guess so. I don't. Well, it depends on the order, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, unless you, be, you unless you want to be a little frisky. No, no, I was two. This is me two days ago. Liam wasn't feeling as frisky. I guess. <laughs> um, I got Nuggets at number three. Um, yeah, I think the Nuggets are right there. Um, you know, like they overperformed in the playoffs last season. It's kind of like they, how do you? I don't know how you go down three one twice and then come back. I think that's really impressive, especially yeah, against the Clippers. Impressive. Not so much like the first four games against Utah, they looked horrible last season um, in yeah. the playoffs and then somehow came back and won. 
Um, my player to watch is Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he was on fire last night too in a losing effort, albeit. Um, but yeah, I think he takes a big step up and, uh, like he, 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 almost, he took a step last year as well. Maybe he isn't as trusted with his defensive frailties as is the problem with him and has been the problem with him throughout his young career. Um, but yeah, I see him, uh, continuing to, to become, move into one of the elite scorers, elite wing scorers yeah. in the game. Yeah. And, uh, the guy's, and huge. the guy's huge. He's six yeah. foot 10 and he can move like a, like a smaller Big. player. So. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and I kind of want to agree with you because I think we'll have the same one. So we'll just do like one for one. I Good think I have Denver yeah. Nuggets at three as well. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of I agree with you. I think they um, out, like they outperformed, and um, and I think a lot of it. I don't even want to say outperformed, but a lot of it was just um, Jamal Murray. So if he basically what he was, I don't think he'll be the same throughout the whole season, like regularly. But if, even if he was like a fraction of what he produced in the bubble, I think Denver Nuggets can go a long way in terms of. Um, where they are they did lose jeremy grant um which is kind of a big hit in terms of just the rotation and they're starting five um so a big a big thing will be based on what you said like your player to watch it was michael porter jr if he can get to that level where he could be a good quality supporting player um i think they can go a long way um i think that a three is a very like proper spot to have them i think they're better than like the the mavs uh because porzingis is out uh the jazz and and the suns so I like them. I like, like I said, continuity is a big thing. They added some nice p- pieces with Jamichael Green, um, just like to support the big spots. So yeah, I, li- I like Denver at uh, at three. Yep. Um, moving on up to the Los Angeles. Oh, Clippers at number hey, two. There we go. So, um, <laughs> we we, you, uh, we had you guys there. I know we yeah, did. <laughs> you, you say like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, uh, and they already started to prove this, but I think Kawhi and Paul George are on their revenge tour. Paul George was on mm-hmm. fire in the game on. Bro, on did we not? Night, man. Bro, did we not? Did we not tell the listeners? Yeah, we told them. Don't he sleep on Paul. Paul George is gonna be big this season. I have some stock in Paul George in some of my leagues, and it paid off because I had faith. I think I'm obviously this is one game, and we might just like look yeah. stupid in like two months, <laughs> but but like we told you guys, like yeah. we'll, we'll take it right now, Liam. We'll take let's just take all like the credit. Let's we'll take, take it right now. Victory, we told yeah. you guys, Paul yeah. George is we to- good again. We're taking it. Yes, this is yeah, their revenge exactly. tour. Kawhi and Paul George leading the charge. Um, exactly. So yeah, I think uh, I think I've got them in second, just below the Lakers. Obviously, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could see it going either way, but I really think these two teams—they're going to be—they're the two best teams. Clearly, don't think they're really going to yeah. care who finishes one, two in the playoffs, especially because yeah. when it comes to home court advantage, they play on the same court. So yeah, uh, and there's no fans. So. And there's no fans. So I think they are good enough to be the top two seeds and don't really care which direction it goes in. I've just got them in two because uh, I guess two days ago I thought the Lakers were uh, – I was drinking that Kool-Aid a little bit more. Um, and I <laughs> yeah. think they are they are a yeah. little more consistent. Last season, the yeah, Clippers so would – they could not string together like 10 good games. They would be losing yeah. to teams that they had no business losing to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Lakers a little more mature, a little more trustworthy at this point, so I have them above. My yeah, I think a, I think uh, sorry, just to add quickly, I think a lot of that was a chemistry issue too. So let's hope yep. with the new coaching with Ty Lue and some um, like and obviously I think Montrezl Harrell was a big issue in terms of chemistry. So now he's gone. <laughs> they dumped um, him on the Lakers. Iron- ironically to Lakers, yeah. <laughs> ironically to the Lakers, um, they got Ibaka. They got Luke Kennard, which is I'm not sure who your player. Okay, actually I'll let you say your player first because I don't know if I'm gonna mention him. But uh, yeah, I think Probably they're gonna not. be. This, uh, is a, this, year. this is a deep cut. Um, my oh, yeah, one to yeah. watch, and this is a this is emerging out of the shadows that he's been in for a long time as possibly one of the worst players in the leagues, definitely one of the worst contracts in the league the last couple of years. Okay, and it's Nicholas oh, Batum. No. Gonna do it's Batum. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out, Batum, no. facilitator off the bench, six assists the other night. He could yeah, be yeah. a uh, a ball hander off the bench. He's got size. Yeah. He was good yeah. once upon a time. They signed he him was for good a reason. Once upon a time. Um, yeah, he was good. Yeah, once upon a time. Nick Batum could uh, late season push with the LA Clippers take him to a championship. Yeah. So, so I don't disagree with you, but I don't know if I'm like that high on him. He did look pretty good the first game as Lakers. Granted, yeah. it was one game, but he did look pretty good. He um he was there in the corner shooting some threes when they needed him to. Um, he's like you said, he was a facilitator. Um, he's a vet, he's a veteran. Um, I think he was, well, he was rightfully so overrated because of his contract for the longest time. Like that's criminal what they gave him. And he was just like a shadow of himself ever since. 
um, in Charlotte. But uh, yeah, fresh start. I think you could definitely con- contribute. My one knock on the Clippers is that they don't have a primary ball handler to help out Kawhi or Paul George bring up and like uh, facilitate and be a floor general like they had like like the Lakers have with like w- with like Rondo last year and they'll have with like Dennis Schroeder this year. I think Dennis. I think the, the Clippers should have been hard chasing Dennis Schroeder or Rajon Rondo too. Uh, that's the only knock I would say they uh, to them. I don't think the Clippers are done this year by any means in terms of like signings or trades. I think they maybe will get someone else that could help them in that aspect. But they have everything else. Um, my one guy, I guess, if I were to do a one to watch, I'm not as deep of a deep of a cousin Nicolas Batum, but I like Luke Kennard. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's. I think he's going to be a valuable contributor to the Clippers success. Um, if he could just step up his defense just a little bit, mm. improve a little bit from last year, I think he could be a solid player. Um, he, he's exactly what they need. He's like kind of, um, he's a decent passer. Could He can make plays and he's a really good three-point shooter. So I think if he could just step up his defense a little bit, I think the Clippers can go a long way and just add that, that primary ball handler. Cause I don't think, I don't think Kawhi Leonard can be put in that LeBron James role. Where you could just carry up the court, make plays, make passes, and stuff like that. I don't think Kawhi Leonard's really that uh, type of player. Although he has improved in that aspect in passing and playmaking, but uh, I think um, he's not that type of player, and they need someone to do that um, on that team. So hopefully they can add that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I like what I saw against the Lakers. I mean, granted, it's one game. LeBron was laughing on the sidelines anyway during the game and stuff like that. Like I don't think they took it that seriously. But um, yeah, it was a uh, it was fun to watch, and I have the Clippers at two as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and then we got Lakers at one. Um, yeah. Yeah, just a super – the best team in the league had a, one of the best off-seasons in the league. So it's going to be tough for me to move them out of the one spot, yeah. which I didn't. And I think they are the favorites for the title as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. Not too much you can say, talk, say about the Lakers that we don't already know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're a tier – I think they're a tier above everyone. Yeah. Um, and we'll find that out in the playoffs. Uh, my only concern, I guess, if I were to say anything, is the resting. Um, in terms of regular season success, um, will be like LeBron James will be rested a lot. Same with Anthony Davis. They'll have their own schedules. Um, I think Dennis Schroeder and Montrezl will be able to help out with that. I think in terms of rank, just purely off rankings regular season, that could hurt a little bit. But who knows? I think this will be like I still think this will be number one. But um, yeah, I think that's my only small slight concern. If I had, if we had to talk to anything. Yeah, no, I think I agree. I I see where you're coming from, but I think let's not overthink this best team yeah, for sure. had the great off season. Like you could look for reasons to say, yeah, maybe rest, maybe this, maybe that. But if I'm seeing one of the best teams in the league last season has a good off season, then uh, I'm just going to keep them at one. That's fair. That's fair. Totally fair. Yeah. And I have my one too. So that's our uh, kind of 15 to one in terms of rankings. Uh, let us know if we, um, you guys disagree or anything like that. Um, how if Liam basically says Dallas is a championship team without Chris Alperzingis, uh, it's quoted, quoted. <laughs> yeah, you could you could write it. Aggregators, go ahead. Oh my god, um, oh my god. Maybe not a championship team, but uh, <laughs> a Western Conference Finals team at least. Without um, Chris Tops, no way. Well, they're gonna have. No. I don't think they're just not gonna have them. I'm. I'm Who knows? But like, I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Also, I forgot to say my my Lakers one to watch. Oh, sorry. Yeah, really, another tough team to find uh, one to watch on. Mm-hmm. But I'll just throw out Talon Horton Tucker. We're obviously all yeah. pretty much aware of him now after a big preseason. Don't yes. think he'll be a key, key part of the rotation just because they are pretty deep with uh, some signings they made in the offseason. But uh, I think he could be a guy that maybe emerges on, on especially on AD LeBron rest nights, um, kind of like the preseason games. Um, but maybe he is, uh, maybe he's one that breaks out a little bit this year and, uh, and cements a rotation role. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, I think he is a big one that a lot of people are like salivating to get in like a keeper yeah. league. Yeah. Just considering, um, what he's done. Oh, I don't even know. What did he go in our keeper league? I don't know, but he didn't go like super early, right? It was like kind of like third no, round no, or something. Didn't. Like, I think it was a bit of overhyped. Like he was always going to get picked yeah. in that league, uh, in a keeper league, but I don't think he's might might not be worth owning but maybe he i just like it's tough to find a breakout player on that team because they're all pretty much proven maybe he's one that takes a step yeah to- totally fair and i uh, i agree i think in terms of taking a step he could be it it's just opportunity right like an opportunity might not be there on the championship winning team but hey i think he's a good player 
so I guess we're, that concludes our rankings from 1 to 15 for the West. Now we're going to move on to even a more exciting part, which is I want to know, say, Liam's locks, because uh, do you have any locks today or do you have more just like kind of favored bets? I don't have any like absolutely have? absolute locks, but I've got a I've got a pretty close to a lock that I think is really good value. And it's not even, like it's a plus money, big plus money bet that I think is great value that I'm excited. Okay, to share. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, OK, so I was looking at odds to win the conference and I think that the Lakers are just too high. They're like two point something. I think that yeah. if you go with uh, if you go with the winner, it's got to be the Clippers. I know the yeah. Clippers choked in the playoffs last year, but they're four point two five to win this conference. And ev- it seems to me like every time the Clippers have actually played the Lakers, the Clippers come out on top. And this is just an intuition I have, feeling in my gut. If those two <laughs> teams were to play each other, which I think they are the best teams in the league, I think the Clippers win. I don't think the Lakers have shown that they can beat the Clippers. The Lakers deserved to win the title last year. Don't get it twisted. They were the best team in the league, but they didn't beat the Clippers in a playoff series because the Clippers dropped the ball. I don't think they dropped the ball this year. I think they actually show up to the fight. And at that point, if the Clippers are 4.2 and the Lakers are 2.3 or whatever the odds are, I think it's an even fight. And I think you're getting really good value with the Clippers at 4.25 or whatever they are. That's a bet I already placed. I'm pretty confident in it. And, uh, yeah, I don't think they drop the ball yeah. again, and they. Uh, I think they can easily, maybe not easily, but I think they easily get there, and I think they actually can beat the Lakers. I think they're a bit of a, a bogey team for the Lakers. That, that's fair, and like it's like coming out of the West. I feel like like you said, it's like those seven game series that really take you like test you, like see what team is better. Um, I know that like you said, the Clippers have beat them a lot of the times they played them, and they like, but it's kind of like the like I told you, the Real Madrid Barcelona concept. Real Madrid was so dominant. In Champions League yeah. for so long, and then you throw in Barcelona, who always beat them in La Liga, Copa del Rey, um, and stuff like that. So they always had their number, but they, Barcelona was never there to show up for the fight because they would lose a, a 4-0 lead to like Liverpool or lose like th- like to Roma and they get eliminated, like sh- like stupid shit like that. That really got me mad. I'm getting like mad right now, yeah. but like it was just like stuff like that. I think the Clippers have the Lakers number in that aspect. I don't know if they could beat them in a seven-game series with people actually going 110. percent um, they're making adjustments or like studying each player like for 25 hours a day. Um, but I think we'll see what happens. Um, but I think it's more, it's more so not you think the Clippers are better than the Lakers. I feel it's, you're just talking numbers, right? Like the Lakers yeah. 2.5 is not worth, it's not worth betting. The numbers it's like better. The odds are not good. At. And I'm going to like, I, I just have a feeling that I think the Clippers can beat yeah. them this year. Clippers. I'm yeah. telling you guys right now, show up to that fight and you're winning, <laughs> but you got to show yeah. up. You can't be blowing through one leads to Denver this year. <laughs> you can't be dinking around against the Mavs. You got to yeah. tell us you mean business, show up to that fight. Kawhi, show us why you're one of the best players ever. Paul George, show us you're not a complete bum when it comes to the playoffs. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm actually pretty confident in that bet. I think people are down on the Clippers when they shouldn't be as down. Okay. Uh, and I, uh, I like that. I like that. The other bet I wanted to shout out, and it's kind of a two-part bet, but um, and it's not actually a team. It's players in the Western Conference. And I was looking at the most improved player um, odds, and two guys in the West yeah. jumped out. And they're both 10 to 1 odds are over. And it's Michael Porter Jr. and Christian Wood. I think those two guys are going to put up stats this year, especially Wood. Okay. Now he's going to be on a bad team, I think. But I think he's going to basically get whatever he wants on offense um, in terms of shots. Like, well, not in terms of shot selection, but he's going to get as many shots as he wants. I think he's a really skilled offensive player. going to be putting up numbers. I placed a bet on him at 12 to 1 to win. Michael Porter Jr. was slightly higher at around 10 to 1. Um, but I honestly really? think it's... Yeah. I'd actually... I'd actually think Wood has a better chances oh, you to think get so? that. I think because think about it, Wood barely played until like the last month of the season last year, right? Yeah. So his stats, if in terms of averages, are not the greatest. No. Um, if you put that one month that he played like really solid, and you expand, like I'm not saying you're gonna expand that whole season, but even if it's like a a little bit like eighty percent of what that was. Oh, That's like a lot be better than what it is. I think it'll be 100%. But, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm all in on wood. Yeah. I think if you take yes. both of those guys around 10 to 1 odds, I think they're good bets. But yeah, 
hey, if you want to make do the case have, for Wood being better, then then go ahead. I, I, I personally, I, I think he has more opportunity to you. That's why I like it. Um, But, like, do you have the odds in front of you right now? Or is that just, like, um, kind of... I, I placed it at, uh yesterday. I would oh, okay. because I, I want to know, like, who, who's, like, the most favorite? Who's the most, like, who's the favorite to, to win that? Let is me, it... Because 10 to 1, 12 to 1 is not... Yeah, because yeah, 10 to 1 and 12 to 1 is not, like... They're not like the favorites. It doesn't seem like favorite odds, right? No, they they um, were so like the the favorite. Actually, really? it's not up anymore, Dan, because the season started okay. already. But fair, yeah, fair, no, okay. I'm telling you, they were uh, like the the best odds. I think were nine point five or something. Um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering who that who that would be. I'm trying to think off the top, but uh, yeah, no, I think those are good odds. I think uh, I think I really like the Christian Wood one too because I'm surprised he's not the favorite. Yeah, I know. I'm really surprised. Twelve point zero for Christian Wood, guys. He's yeah, gonna maybe pop maybe off. we just uh drinking that Christian Wood juice. So who knows? But uh, yeah, I like those. I like those bets. Um, I'm interesting to see what else comes we'll see if we can get you guys some more um betting lines especially next week uh, it's a good segue to talk to them about that next week we will try to get a pot out for you guys but we'll be talking um the different um nba awards so like we'll do most improved six man coach of the year mvp um stuff like that and we'll get our predictions we're, and we're also gonna have two special guests i don't want to ruin who it is but we'll have kind of like a round table and just talk about different things um all nba um, our predictions for the awards and um, yeah you guys will see if you disagree agree um, there'll probably be some argument we'll see we'll see if they behave or not um, but uh, yeah it'll be a lot of fun so hopefully you guys tune in for that um, and then we'll get like a, like kind of what like I said we'll get more odds and see kind of what hopefully they're out more and more things more solid um, and then we'll get that to you guys and see and we could compare what the best looking odds are for that and hopefully maybe even a little, it might be a bit longer pod, but some quick, maybe we can get a quick pod or include in that some quick first week fantasy advice for you guys. Maybe like a 10, 15 minute, yeah. something really short because we don't want to overreact too much, but maybe something that we see that could be good value for you guys to pick up before anyone else could. Cause I know everyone like me, if you're like me, you're itching to get that person before anyone else is, but you don't want to make that mistake in, uh, and dropping someone that could be very valuable. Like I did with uh, SGA. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Speaking of fantasy, if you can bet, if I uh, lose this week, I'll have a rant prepared for next week's podcast. So <laughs> look forward to that as well. Yes, and yes, hey, if and Kentucky if Kentucky loses to Louisville on Boxing Day, then I will have uh, an even bigger rant prepared for you guys. Um, <laughs> cannot wait. And if the Timberwolves <laughs> lose, oh, could be a grumpy podcast for me next week. <laughs> um, Honestly, we cannot wait for that because Liam's rants are the best rants, especially because I support everything against them. Yeah. So um it'll be it'll be really fun for me to listen to music to his um, luckily but one thing i want to say though before we kind of end this off how unlucky is it for my baylor bears to have two of the best teams in uh baylor bears history and they're both one season was cut short where they couldn't play the ncaa tournament and the other season who knows it's kind of a toss-up what's going to happen they've already been ravaged with um covid in terms of like opponents are playing and stuff like that that they've been postponed or canceled the games so I haven't been able to see that much Baylor this year. Unfortunately, so far, hopefully it gets better. But um, yeah, just like classic Daniel, super unlucky with, um, <laughs> yeah, with uh, no, his favorite I'm teams. Say it could go either way because maybe it's, um, oh man, we definitely would have won, but it got canceled. Or well, we they saved we you from, uh, from seeing them choke again. And, uh, no, and it got no, canceled. No. So maybe, when you're, when you're, maybe you're actually lucky that you didn't get to say that. You could claim, oh, man, we would have won in 2019. We would have won in 2020 now. Um, we would have been a one seed. I'm just saying. We would have been a one seed. Yeah. One, one seeds have lost before. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Virginia. Oh, my God. I saw, like, where were you when Virginia lost? I had them going, winning the whole thing that one year. And I was like a crusher. I actually think I was at a beer pong tournament with you. <laughs> yeah. The, well, I'm saying in general, like, where no, were you? Yeah. Like everyone, you know, that things like where, where oh, were yeah. you when like yeah. something happened? You always remember. Yeah. We were in a beer pong tournament and we were trying to watch. I remember we were trying to watch the game trying to stream but the, it. in that tournament. Yeah. We we're trying to stream it, but we couldn't, we couldn't find no. uh, anywhere to stream it. <laughs> we're in like a garage. Just... There was no Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Not even any service. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, for us, it's like okay, well, these these are guarantees. Like we're just gonna turn the peer on turn. Yeah, it's yeah, easy, yeah. light work, you know. Like we we got this, and yeah, then we get updates on our phone. Like what the hell? Like yeah. Virginia's losing. Virginia down by ten. Yeah. Virginia down by yeah. sixteen. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. What is going on? And then at that point, it was very discouraging because I was already eliminated from uh, <laughs> our bracket tournament because I had them winning. So I'm like, well, there's no point. Um, and uh, 
and kind of following this bracket. So, but anyways, yeah, Baylor's gonna hopefully win this year. Um, hopefully, no more unluckiness happens in my life. Um, I'm unlucky in fantasy sports. I'm unlucky in uh, NCAA basketball. You know, just a lot. Lots just lot pure bad happening. luck when Dan takes it. Yeah, out. just pure it's bad, all luck. bad luck. It's not. It's never my fault. It's, it's always just the bad luck. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> all right. So thank you, Liam, for uh, again for this wonderful pod i thank mean you, it's Daniel. always good to see hear your take um hopefully you guys enjoy everything we do um we're getting some good feedback like we said before if you guys have any feedbacks follow at two compass podcast at gmail.com um we have some big things coming uh more announcements will be held uh next week um but yeah stay tuned for a special guests um you get to know them a bit better and uh yeah it's gonna be fun to have them on see their takes and what they have to say but uh before we go I'll leave it to liam if you have anything else to say I'm just going to say free Christian Wood. We've been waiting. We want to see him play. <laughs> Come on, NBA. Sort it out. Houston, oh, like, I don't care if every other player has to go into quarantine and Wood plays. Come on, get him on the court. We want to see this guy. Fair, fair. All right. Well, great, Paul, Liam. See you next time. Thank you, Dan. See you later.